Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. Well, friends, great to be with you today. It is uh, Wednesday here on Political Coffee, and we hope that you've enjoyed the last couple of days of the conversations that we've had, because we've got more important ones get in and go about today. Because you know what? You can change your world. You have to believe it. Because you can have those persuasive conversations with persuadable people, only persuadable people. Don't bother with the crazy people out there. You know, the ones that are really far left, or even for that matter, maybe a few that are really crazy far right. Or is there such a thing? Or maybe there's just a public perception that there is, and who would be fostering that public perception? Here's here's what I want to talk about with you today, the next hour. There's a fascinating story in a very left-wing publication called The Guardian. Some of you may know it. This story is about, and, and I have some personal knowledge, as I was involved with some of these people. Let that sink in for a moment. The headline in The Guardian, again, a very far left um, newspaper and website out of the out of the UK. Here's the headline revealed the hacking and disinformation team meddling in elections. Let me say that again. The hacking and disinformation team meddling in elections. An undercover sting operation by far-left reporters from various European uh, newspapers, well-known far-left newspapers. One of them are Israeli. Well, they did an undercover sting (coughs) of a unit called Team George, J-O-R-G-E, George. And the mastermind is a former special forces, Israeli special forces operator by the name of Tal Hanan. He claims covert involvement in 33 presidential elections. Not in America but in other places in the world. But this is relevant to you and I because, well, Telegram is involved. Facebook is involved. And people that I have had personal involvement with were involved also. And they're in this story. I want to get into that because it's something you need to know about it really reinforces everything that Elon Musk is doing in exposing what's happened behind the scenes at Twitter, and it's clearly happening in other places, and it is relevant because we know 
We have to keep peeling back layers of the onion to get to the truth about elections in America and, frankly, elections all around the world. This is just one of those layers that have to be peeled back. Also, there's this. Remember when I said about um, the octagonal object over Lake Huron that was shot down? There's audio where pilots are saying, yeah, that's not a balloon. And this audio was authenticated by the U.S. Air Force. It's cockpit audio of pilots trying to figure out what the unidentified object flying over Lake Huron was. Isn't it interesting? In fact, there was a U.S. Senator, I think it was John Kennedy from Louisiana, who yesterday, uh, there was headlines all over the place that he had said, you know, all the evidence, with the exception of the Chinese spy balloon shot shot down off the Carolina coast, all that evidence has been lost. You know, the cylindrical object shot down over the Yukon. The object, whatever it was, shot down on the Bering Sea of Alaska. The octagonal object shot down over, you know, Lake Huron. Don't you find it curious that we don't know what any of this stuff is? Remember what I told you. These are likely American black projects sacrificed for Joe Biden's poll ratings. So one pilot says, and you can actually listen to it, oh, the octagon-shaped object, it, of course, fell into the waters of Lake Huron and is, well, they're saying it can't be recovered, or it hasn't been recovered. One pilot says, I wouldn't really call it a balloon. I don't know what. I can see outside with my eyes. It's so slow, so small, you can't see it. It's just some kind of dark object. You can see some strings or something hanging down below it. I can't tell you if it's holding anything. And listen to the audio. Now, and it, I mean, it shows you all of this stuff. Um, they wouldn't be releasing this if it wasn't To their advantage. They wouldn't. Also, there's a great article in the Northwest Observer. I, I, I just want to make you aware of it. And I'll put it on the show plan today on the podcast page at under local podcasts at kslm.news. That is our website where you can listen to the show. It's kslm.news. You can listen and you can, you can read this article. Northwestobserver.com, Oregon Democrats misrepresent, misrepresent Oregonians is the headline. The subheadline is, should non-citizens vote? In, in other words, illegal aliens. Andrea Salinas, newly elected, 6th District 
very, very much disputed election, joined 40 other one, 41 other Democrats helping Republicans block D.C.'s approval of the Local Resident Voting Rights Amendment Act of 2022. This is one where the D.C. City Council is allowing anyone to vote, including illegal aliens, if they've lived in D.C. for 30 days. The congressional bill, House Joint Revolution, uh, Resolution 24, disapproved of that action, and the House voted this week to block the measure on a 260-162 vote. All the Republicans voted to block D.C. from doing this and 42 Democrats. Now, three that Three Democrats in Oregon, Suzanne Bonamici, Earl Blumenauer, and Val Hoyle. And the fourth down here in Lane County in Eugene, they voted to allow the non-citizens, the illegal aliens, to vote. Andrea Salinas didn't. Now, I'll tell you why. The Democrats know that they've got a lock on the 4th Congressional District. They don't have a lock on the 6th, and they're worried about it. Otherwise, Andrea Salinas would have voted to allow illegals to vote. Mark my words, she would have done that. Now, there's another interesting story from a very far-left website called 538 and and folks i will get back to this hacking thing and why it's important to us in oregon and us in america this is shadowy israeli group that is connected to another group a group i worked with here in oregon this article is from the far left website called 538 and it's a it's an article by Maggie Coworth. And here's the headline. It's about gun violence, by the way, and this is relevant for Measure 114, right? The headline is why most gun laws aren't backed up by evidence. What? Let me say that again. This is a far left website, 538. Why most gun laws aren't backed up by evidence. Let me give the example of California. In the first month of, which was January, folks, this year, January 2023, 25 people lost their lives in four mass shootings in California over just eight days. Now, they say that's distressing because California has one of the lowest gun death rates in the entire country. They make the point, this is what a safe state looks like. California also has some of the strictest gun control laws in the country. And then they talk about Kevin McCarthy, who's from California, poking fun at the gun laws. So they ask the question, so did California's gun laws succeed in making one of the safest states, or did they fail to stop a string of mass shootings? And then they go on to talk about things. Now, 
all of this, folks, is relevant because yesterday one of our callers reminded us that this Measure 114 case in Oregon on the federal level is likely, it's being preceded by a case out of Southern California, out of San Diego. That's in the Court of Appeals already. That case is likely to get greater um, attention and frankly probably will get to the U.S. Supreme Court. And it is relevant because it deals with some of the same things that Measure 114 deals with. Not all of them, but some of them. 10-round ammunition uh, magazines is one of those things. Anyway, it's an interesting article. I will have it on the show plan under local podcasts. You can read it at your will. Now, as we go to break, this story in The Guardian, the hacking and disinformation team that's meddling in elections. It's called Team George. It's run by a Israeli, 50-year-old former Israeli Special Forces operative who now has a private company. And they work under the radar in various countries, and they have, they claim, for 20 years. These are undercover videos. You'll be able to watch them also. You can read this for yourself. But I want to get through it because it's relevant to what's happening in Oregon. It's relevant to what's happening in America. You're listening to Political Coffee. I will be back in a moment at 6.20. Don't go away. You don't want to miss this. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 23 minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us, friends. Hey, you know, the number 23 is kind of important. You know why? That's how cold it is outside at least right now, where I am. How about you? Have you looked at the temperature outside? Maybe you kind of already know it because your house is cold. Or maybe you know that your business is going to be really cold you know, when you open up this morning. That's why you should call Freedom Heating and Air. It will come out right away. They'll assess what's going on with your heating system, whatever type of system that it is, and they'll get it fixed because they work with all of them. Freedomheatingandair.net. Friends, there's a reason why these folks have been around in the Mid Valley area and survived ups and downs of, you know, the the marketplace and the ups and downs of economies and recession and all that. It's because they're really good at what they do. And emergency services is one of those. It's just one of many. In fact, you can check out all the great services they offer that benefit you if you go to their website. Freedomheatingandair.net. That's all one word. Freedomheatingandair.net. Or call them. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. By the way, um, Thursday, tomorrow, is the war room at the Ike Box in the Bay Room. Kevin Mannix is going to be joining us at 9.15 in the morning to talk about 
his specific election bills. And a couple of them are really good. Talked about one of them. This is the one that does away with automatic motor voter registration, right? So he's going to join us at 9.15 tomorrow. If you care about this issue, maybe you ought to come and listen to what he has to say about it and what are the realities of actually getting it heard, maybe even passed. That's tomorrow. The Oregon Citizens Lobby War Room. Check it out if you go to OregonCitizensLobby.org. OregonCitizensLobby.org. Now, these Israeli contractors claim to have manipulated more than 30 elections around the world using hacking, using sabotage, and automated disinformation on social media. Now stop there for a second, because what have we been finding out about Twitter since Elon took over? Well, we've been finding out they have a lot of bots. A lot of those accounts are not real. They're fake. Hmm. So that is kind of a corroboration. Now, this unit has been, they say they've been working under the radar in elections in various countries for 20 years. Now, he was unmasked by an international consortium of journalists. So here, here's the reason why these left-wing newspapers and, and groups around the world engage in this undercover sting operation. It's undercover footage and documents that from this international consortium that did the undercover that was leaked to the Guardian. In other words, given it to him for specifically. Now, this guy, by the way, Tal Hanan, denies any wrongdoing. Of course. This team, by the way, works covertly to meddle in elections and they claim on video to leave no traces of their meddling. They also work for corporate clients. Hmm. That's interesting. The consortium, by the way, of journalists were from 30 outlets around the world, including, and they're all left-wingers, folks, Le Monde, Der Spiegel, El Paz. Now, This has been coordinated by a group called Forbidden Stories, which is a French nonprofit whose mission is to pursue the work of assassinated, threatened, or jailed journalists. That's the reason they did this. Now, this guy, Tal Hanan, in the Black Ops, says they have been... They, their goal is to influence elections by secretly manipulating public opinion. How do they do that? Well, they have a sophisticated, sophisticated software called AIMS, Advanced Impact Media Solutions. And it controls a vast army of thousands of fake so, so, social media profiles on Twitter, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, Facebook, Telegram, Gmail, Instagram, and YouTube. 
Some of the avatars even have Amazon accounts complete with credit cards, Bitcoin wallets, and Airbnb accounts. They would be real, right? No, they're not. Now, much of their strategy revolves around disrupting or sabotaging rival campaigns. The team even bragged about sending a sex toy delivered by Amazon to the home of a politician with the aim of giving his wife this false impression he was having an affair. There's more. Stick with me. You need to know this, and then I will tie it into how it impacts us. Do you think it could be happening in America, maybe? Come on and sing my Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 23 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. I'm going to get into the actual meat of this story about this shadowy uh, Israeli-dominated group that operates in six offices around the world that meddles in elections around the world, including two project, major projects, they claim, in the United States, and leaves no trace of their activity. This is relevant to what we're trying to uncover at the local level here in America but frankly, all across the world. And I have been involved with one of the central characters of this story. So stay tuned for that in a moment. Uh, Got to remind you that Rebecca Donaldson is an award-winning, she won Best of the Willamette Valley, real estate broker here in the, in the Mid-Valley area, and there's a reason why. It's because she really is the top of her game. You know, real estate market just, it, it really does change moment by moment with interest rates and with everything going on, you know, in the market, the stock markets and, and how that plays into a whole host of things. She's on top of it, her and her team. And that benefits you in a lot of ways. So if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, why don't you do business with someone like Rebecca and her team? who, by the way, you listen to their ads here on KSLM, their Homes for Heroes program. She goes well above and beyond. Call of duty, if you will. To take care of the people that take care of us when things go bad. First responders, military, so forth. Rebecca Donaldson, give her a call. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, you'll be glad you did. 503 269 269-0747. Check out her website, Rebecca'sGotHouses.com. Rebecca'sGotHouses.com. Jim writes an email. 
is about a Fox News opinion article called Call Biden and the Democrats Agenda Exactly What It Is, Just Plain Crazy. Jim writes, my opinion is this article is well written. My opinion of snow in the valley. It's a bust from my West Salem Flats perspective. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Jim. And Tim sent me an article from Mercola.com that the federal government is tracking the unvaccinated. In fact, Avis sent me an image uh, and it is a screenshot of a Twitter thread of Dr. Simone Gold. This is a story that broke yesterday. New York City teachers who refused the COVID jab had their fingerprints and personnel files sent to the FBI per a recent report. New York City teachers who refused the COVID jab, some of them were on Fox yesterday, had their protected by federal law under HIPAA fingerprints and personnel files sent to the FBI. It's against the law. It's against federal law. Anybody going to be held accountable? Yeah, probably not. Thanks for that. Oh, and by the way, he sent me another story. British politicians want police to add unvaccinated people to the terrorism watch list. You don't think this can't happen here? Yeah, it can and it will if the crazies in Congress have their way. Now, this story uh, about this group run by an Israeli operative goes around the world meddling in elections and never leaves, leaves a trace. They have software, and they claim they do this primarily by manipulating public opinion through this software that creates bots, fake people. Elon Musk, been, as you know, has been exposing this on Twitter. They worked with a company called Cambridge Analytica. They've been a little bit controversial They came to Oregon, and I helped them with some cutting-edge messaging research that was all um, backed up by um, psychological research that came out of the U.K., And, it, and we, we part, here's what I did with these folks. I engaged with these people to go around the state of Oregon in 10 different locations, all over the entire state, folks, and hold focus groups. We paid people to come into focus groups. And we usually went into an area and emailed people or called people of all parties, including independents. And those that responded, we paid them a hundred bucks cash. And they came to a focus group session, which I ran along with some other folks that were helping me at the time. And we had a, we videotaped 
their answers uh, on video to an, an English gentleman who acted as the facilitator. And it consisted of uh, not only their uh, answers to questions, but uh, on video, but also them then looking on the screen and using a, an iPad and giving their responses to things that they, they would show up upon a video screen. And, and we rented facilities all over the state to do this kind of thing. There were four cameras set up in the room and their faces and their reactions along with um, their, their verbal answers, their body language, a number of other things along with their responses on the iPad to uh, th there was a questionnaire that they would fill out and so on and so forth. All of this was recorded and it was measured and it was sent back to uh, England. Now these folks, Cambridge Analytica, have an office in America. They were primarily owned by a very conservative, wealthy hedge fund guy. And all of this has been written about, and, and I'm not going to get into that, but my, my point is that this really was cutting-edge research because out of all of this analysis and answers to questions and political awareness, it was all meant to develop messages that could be then manipulated through television, radio, social media, door knocking, which we did a bunch of, on behalf of conservative clients, two of them in Oregon. I'm not gonna get into who they were, but they were major statewide candidates, okay? Now, it didn't work the way we wanted it to, although there was evidence that it worked really well in certain places. Again, this was cutting edge. This was Cambridge Anal Analytica. Alexander Nix was the guy uh, who was in charge of this. He ultimately got fired. But in my work with him, and I worked with him in person, not only here in Oregon, but it with some commercial clients also. Because I thought, frankly, that this data could be used commercially for companies to influence and counter narratives from the far left. So I got them involved with some, some organizations and some, some corporate clients. I worked with Alexander. I have inside knowledge of things that he said that they were able to accomplish in some African nations. There are African nations that are listed in this article that this Tal Hanan, this Israeli operative and his group say they worked with. Again, they operate out of six locations, offices around the world. They charge anywhere between $6 million to $15 million for interference with elections. Alexander Nix is, well, is quoted, he's just said, well, your purported understanding about all of this is disputed. Of course, that's what they're going to say. He claims, uh, Hanan claims that they can deliver 5,000 bots to deliver mass messages and propaganda, and that that tool specifically 
has been used in 17 of the 33 elections they claim they've been involved with. Now, his bot management software seems to have grown significantly in the last couple of years. What just happened in 2022? That Republican tidal wave was a rip. I wonder if this had anything to do with it. Well, I will tell you that it does, and we'll get to that on the other side and what it means to what's happening in Oregon. Don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. You know, this group has been very successful at doing some things like running fake petitions on the Internet and seeding fabricated stories to mainstream media. They even have something in addition to this software system that creates all of these bots. They have what's called a blogger machine. It's an automated system that creates websites that their software then controls social media profiles Remember, some of them complete with Airbnb accounts and Amazon. And the purpose is to spread fake news stories across the Internet. This operative, this Tal Hanan says, after you've created credibility, what do you do? Then you manipulate. And in the story, he shows how unsafe Telegram is. Now, we at the Political Coffee Clutch have a Telegram page. It's all very hackable, folks, including your Gmail accounts. And there's video in this story of this guy bragging about this. Now, there's more, and I'll get to you uh, in a second. I'm going to go to the phones in a moment. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. It's relevant to Oregon and what's going on in America, folks. 503-589-1220 emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. I want to remind you, Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is a guy that is a contractor you can absolutely trust to come in your home or your business and do work for you, mostly remodeling work, and not make a mess of it and not make it a miserable experience for you. He's really good at what he does. He focuses on quality more than anything else. Check out his website. You'll see it for yourself. RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Morning, Jeff. Yes. The beat goes on, huh, my brother? Um, yes. <clears throat> wanted to say a couple of things. Um, several articles in the Statesman Journal uh, today concerning bills. Yep. The environmental wackos and the Democrats are at it again. They want to ban to-go containers for restaurants and etc. 
and make it so we have to take our own containers, Jeff, uh, to restaurants, to go places, etc. If we want to take advantage of picking up stuff to either take home or go down to the park and eat or whatever. And that's all art because of styrofoam? That's the reasoning behind the styrofoam? Uh, well, not only, not only styrofoam, Jeff, but also the paper containers. Now, can you imagine, and this is what really makes me mad, we oftentimes order Chinese. And I don't know if you've ever ordered Chinese for a group, but, you know, you order several different things, you'd have to have a separate dang container, take in a separate dang container uh, to get this stuff. It's dang ridiculous. I mean, I am so tired of the Democrats and the environmental wackos uh, doing this kind of stuff. Also, there's a bill, okay, to uh, take away county money from the marijuana stuff uh, that was supposed to be used for certain things. Now they want to use it to implement Measure 110, and all of our counties are going to suffer financially uh, from this money that they were depending on from, not that I'm in favor of it, but the marijuana sales uh, here in our state. Yeah, that you know, we, we talked about that last week, and that is right on the money. The counties claim they have they have lost forty million bucks out of all of this, and the Democrats are. It sounds like they're willing to go along with it. We're not talking about that today, Art. But thank you for that. I appreciate it. We're going to let they're you know. They're supposed to do that, and you know we got to continue to well. And the reason why I bring those up, Jeff, is because we got to put a stop to these bills, uh, no matter what, and we got to get the word out and get people involved. Uh, otherwise, uh, we're going to be really screwed again by our legislature during this session. Art, I need to, I, Art. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're going to talk about that tomorrow at the War Room at eight to three. The Ike Box. Come and join us if you want to hear and talk about these really important bills and arts right they are important and there's a way we can stop them it is possible absolutely possible now why is this international team and what they're doing in hacking why is it important to us here well it's one thing to manipulate public opinion through fake news it's another thing to hack into these supposedly secure websites now what we're hearing if you go back to what we talked about yesterday that testimony by clint curtis the guy who developed the first software system used in the early 2000s to inside of a computer change the voting results and not leave a trace We talked about that. That evidence was presented yesterday. His point is this. Anything that is computerized, absolutely anything, is hackable. This team goes around the world, and they are probably not the only team. Because 
as we know, there is plenty of evidence revealed by the systems that the CIA have developed. Dennis Montgomery helped development, develop them. General McInerney and others have exposed them. People who had knowledge, inside knowledge. The CIA has been doing this around the world. Groups like this group, Team George, do it for money around the world. They meddle in elections. They hack into computer systems. They say, well, we do it all lawfully. No, you don't. They hack into Gmail. They hack into Telegram. The evidence of this is guess who is, well, guess what? Gmail, Google, is shutting down their accounts. Facebook is shutting down their accounts. Meta. This is how you know it's real. Because people like Meta, people like Facebook, people like Gmail, Telegram, Instagram, all these others know this is happening. But it helps benefit them. Because these people, no doubt, groups like this, along with the CIA, are manipulating elections and public opinion all around the world. Again, it's one thing to do it the way this team says they're doing it. Now, again, I had knowledge of these people. It's one thing to do that by manipulating public opinion with fake bots and accounts. It's another thing when these same groups have the ability to hack into systems, any system, any that's connected to the internet. That's why Clint Curtis says you got to get rid of all computerized voting systems. And he's right. Here's more proof of it. You can read it. You go to kslm.news on the local podcast. See you tomorrow.